Hey guys, it's Melissa from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I wanted to talk to you guys about being patient with yourself and being gentle with yourself as you are growing. As most of you know, when you go through spiritual awakening, which most of you who are listening to this podcast either have gone through or are currently going through, you know that you are in the process of healing a lot of stuff that we've pushed deep down or that we didn't even know was there. A lot of times things get brought to the surface during awakening that we really didn't even know we had to fix. So as you're going through this, you need to understand that it is a process. And I say that all the time, but it is so true. It's a process. It doesn't happen overnight. And we have to be patient with ourselves because you're going to experience so many different types of emotions. I remember when I first started going through my spiritual awakening, first I felt kind of lost I just felt lost. Like I didn't know where I fit in. I didn't know where I belonged, but I felt like nothing really made sense to me anymore. It's like I didn't like my job, or at least I didn't think it was fulfilling in a way that it once was. Um, Going to church was not fulfilling to me, and it didn't even ring true to me anymore. And just being around my family and friends, even though I love them and I enjoy them, that felt off to me too. It was like, I just felt like I was in this world where nothing made sense anymore. And I don't know if you can relate to that or not, but it just was very confusing for me. I thought, I think I'm going crazy. I don't know what's going on. This just doesn't feel right. I don't understand what's happening. And I feel like I'm not even in touch with reality anymore. It's kind of what it felt like for me. And that was the first stage because that's where... When you reach that stage and you're like, oh my gosh, what is going on? Like, why does nothing in my life satisfy me anymore? When you reach that stage, that is like the first initial stage because then you reach out and you go, okay, I've got to find where I fit in. I've got to find this. I've got to find people who understand what I'm going through. I need to understand how the world really works because what's happening right now is not okay. Like I'm not okay with the way I'm living my life right now. I don't like it. It's uncomfortable and doesn't feel like it should be me anymore. I want to shed the skin and find out where do I really belong and what am I supposed to be doing? And they call that the dark night of the soul because everything feels like it's dark. You feel like you're shrouded in darkness. You don't know where to go. You don't know what to do. Nothing feels safe to you anymore. It's just, it's a weird, weird, really, really weird place and feeling. And it took a breakup for me to go through that, but you can experience it for many different reasons. For some people, it's the death of someone else. For some people, it is... You know, usually it's some sort of major life event that happens to us that we go, there has to be more than this. I don't understand. Like this cannot be all there is. You can't go through life feeling like 
just, eh, like, it's just okay. There has to be more to this. And that's how I felt. And that's what started me on my journey was I had to find my path. I had to find my way. I had to find what was going to make me happy. Because what I was currently doing and the way I was currently living was not making me happy. I was very sad all the time. Sad and confused and frustrated because I thought, this can't be it. This is not my life. So I I just kind of searched. And I didn't really, I didn't know where to go and I didn't really know what to do. And I just happened upon a podcast, like many of you tell me when you're listening that, you know, you were listening to something else and then my podcast just just came on or you did a search and mine just showed up and it didn't seem like a likely search result. And I don't believe in accidents. I believe that is totally the universe because every day when I go to bed, I pray that my message will reach people who need to hear it the most. And when I found the podcast that I found, I had just said a prayer. I was like, okay, God, I don't know what's going on. I don't know why I feel this way. I don't know why life is so difficult lately. I don't know why it feels like such a struggle to even be here, but I need help. I need someone who can help me. Like I just need some kind of direction. And I started with counseling. You know, I went to a counselor and I was like, all right, you know, and I I went before this kind of happened. I had one session and then we, I went through a breakup and I was like, okay. So I kept going to the counselor because I thought, well, this, you know, I need some help here. I don't feel like this is going right. She was super nice, but I don't feel like I made any headway at all. And after a couple of sessions, I'm like, eh, I don't really, you know, she was going on maternity leave and I'm like, well, I'll just take a break and see where this goes. So I found this podcast and this person who was super, super cheerful and felt like listening to her, she was just living her absolute best life. And I don't know, it was out of curiosity, I think, that I really first started listening and paying attention. And I thought, you know, this person just sounds like somebody I just know. Like she just seems like someone familiar to me. And oftentimes, many of you tell me, like, I feel like I'm sitting down with my friend and having a cup of coffee and talking when I listen to you. And that's how I felt when I listened to her. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, it's like a friend, a long lost friend who finally showed up and it felt like a piece of the puzzle was finally starting to appear. And I listened to her and she, I don't know how many podcasts she had, but she had a lot And I had a long drive to and from work. And within like two weeks, I had listened to every single podcast episode she had put out. And I talked to other people who also, when they're talking to me, they'll say, well, I listen, I binge listen to all of your episodes. So I understand that too. I totally get that because that's what I did. I couldn't get enough. I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to hear more about this. And it just felt like everything she was saying made sense. It like she would say it and my soul would be like, yeah, that's the truth. That finally makes sense. Like this makes sense. It was like an aha moment. And not only did the things that she said ring true and they made sense, but it felt like I wasn't alone because everything she was talking about going through in her life, I thought, 
that's me. That's my story. That's what I went through. And again, I don't believe there are any accidents because it's amazing. People reach out to me and they'll say, you talked about this. I went through this. That's exactly what I went through. And people feel connected because we share common bonds. You know, we have similar backgrounds. We have similar stories. Or you feel like what you went through during your awakening is the same as what I went through. And you can relate to that. And I don't, again, believe in accidents. You know, that happens for a reason. God guides you to people who can help you and puts you back on the right path. Because being lost and being in that place where you're in the dark night of the soul is awful. It is so horrible. But that's where you have to be gentle with yourself. There is a purpose for our pain. And as hard as it is to understand that, because you're thinking, why would anybody want to feel this kind of pain? We cannot learn and grow and evolve if our souls never experience pain. So it makes sense that we would have to go through this kind of dark night of the soul in order to move past it to learn and grow. And I've said this before, but I believe that we choose our paths before we come here. And we choose to experience things that are going to elevate our souls quicker. And what will do that? Pain. Pain elevates your soul quicker because you're learning lessons and you're growing which makes sense that this is why we would choose it. But still, I know that some of you are sitting out there going, I cannot believe I would choose to experience this because I would not want to go through this kind of pain. And I understand your thinking there. And I would agree with my earthly mind. My human brain would say, yes, you're absolutely right. There's no way I would have picked this for myself. But on the other side, we don't remember what that kind of pain feels like because there isn't pain over there. You know, we're just happy. So when we're picking things to experience, it's like when you pick something out of a catalog and you don't see it in person and you don't experience it in person. And then when it arrives, you're like, wow, this is not at all what I thought this was going to be. This wasn't what I thought I was ordering. And that's what happens. As odd as that may seem, that is what happens. And then we get stuck here, right? We're here on earth and we're like, oh, geez, look what I did to myself. I picked all of these painful things, but now how do I get through this? Because, yeah, you picked it. Now you have to get through it. It was like when I had to take accounting in college, it was horrible for me. And I didn't think I was going to get through it, but I knew I had to. Like, I had to have that credit. It was the class I waited to take until my senior year. And I was like, I have to have this class to graduate. And I didn't think I was going to get through it. And I did. It was a struggle. I spent a lot of time going to the professor and asking for help. And I ended up passing the class with like a high C. I don't know how, but I tried and I got through it. And so I think that just in that way, when we're going through the dark night of the soul, we're going through this transformation, we need to learn how to reach out and ask for help. And we have a lot of tools around us, but so many of us don't use them. And some of us do, but I think many of us don't. And I will be the first person to admit to you that I will 
just get into my daily routine with life sometimes and forget to do things and then later be like, oh my gosh, I need to meditate. I haven't done that. I didn't do it today. My day got too busy and I just got away from it. But the tools that you have at your fingertips, most of which are free, are there to help you get through this. And I can't even begin to say how grateful I am for the tools that I had. You know, I took a spiritual boot camp with my mentor and it was amazing. And it's what shifted everything and helped shift me out of that dark night of the soul and into the healing and into the deep work that eventually led to me just feeling so much better and completely changing the direction of my life. And I based my Love Your Life course on that same spiritual boot camp. It's not exactly the same, but it covers a lot of topics to help you with your spiritual transformation and to help you move from that dark night of the soul to the light where things get so much better and life becomes beautiful again and where the blessings just flow into you because you're learning how to heal the old emotional wounds and stepping into your power and learning what your path really is and how to start moving forward every day on that path. And it is what's helped me live my best life. And it's full of the tools that I use. I have meditations, tappings, and all kinds of things that are out there. And you know, there are all kinds of things that are already out there that are free. This is all just one collection of things to help you. But those are the things that you need to rely on. You need to rely on the tools that you have that can help you move through this. And you need to be patient when you go through this process and know that if you fall, you know, if you take a misstep or whatever, it's not fatal. It's not the end of the world. You just start again, you know, pick yourself back up, adjust your crown and move on because we're going to make mistakes. It's a part of learning. So, you know, when you're going through these things, it would be easy to just quit and say, well, I guess I'm just going to feel like crap forever and this is where I am and I'm stuck and this is my life now. But that's not what we do. We get up, we dust ourselves off, and we start training our brains to see the positive, to see the good, to see the blessings, to focus on what's coming, not where we are, not where we've been. Because, yeah, we've all been through some bad stuff. And where we are currently may not be where we want to be, and it may not be the best place, but that's not where we're headed. Where we're headed is a completely different place. And we have to be willing to have faith and know that better things are coming. And we have to know when we need to do some self-care, which is all the time. You need to take care of yourself. You need to rest You need to tell people no when you don't want to do things. Can I just say that this week I said no to two things that normally I would have felt guilty and been like, yeah, I really need to go and do this. And it was the most amazing thing ever because instead of going to do something that I did not want to do and would have dreaded, I sat at home and I I worked out and then I binged watched a little television and did nothing just so I could like rest 
and that felt amazing. It felt amazing to put myself first. And self-love for me has been a big lesson. Self-love and healthy boundaries, all those things were huge lessons for me. And those are the things that I have chosen to focus on and I'm working on. And it's always a work in progress and you can always be better. But I'm so far from where I was two years ago. So far. In such an awesome way. But if I hadn't had patience with myself, I would have quit and given up a long time ago. I wouldn't have this podcast. I wouldn't have my business. You know, I would have been like, oh gosh, this isn't working out. This is never going to work. I'm a failure. I'm this, I'm that. If you choose to see all of the ways that things don't work out, you're setting yourself up for a life of misery and failure. But if you choose to see how things could go right, And how when you have patience and when you work on it, things can work out in amazing ways like you never would have thought. But it takes patience. It takes faith. It takes getting rid of fear. Fear was another lesson for me. I always thought that I was the type of person that if I was afraid of something, I'd just do it. And, you know, I was like a badass. But I realized that I actually, in some things I was, like, getting on roller coasters and things like that, that didn't, like, if I was afraid, I'd just do it. My fear came from things like, what if people abandon me? Or what if I don't make enough money? What if I don't have enough? What if I never find what I'm looking for? Those were the kinds of fear-based things that kept me stuck. And it caused me in relationships to not be who I was, to not be myself, not be authentic. And I was robbing not only myself, but my partner of actually knowing who I truly was. The people I was with never really, really learned my true self because I never let them get close enough to see that. I really didn't. Because I felt like if I had gotten close to people, they would see the real me and want to run and head for the hills. And I never gave them the chance. It doesn't mean I didn't have like close relationships, but I let them get so close and then no farther. And I didn't share my innermost feelings with them or anything like that. And it was all about, well, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? So that other person's identity was our whole relationship because otherwise I would have had to share mine. And I didn't want to do that. So for me... It was about getting rid of the fear surrounding being who I am and realizing that I have to show up in my own life. I have to show up whether people like me or not. And there will be people who do not like me. There are people who do not like you. That's not our problem and not our issue. Everyone does not have to like us. In fact, God puts people in our path who don't like us to teach us. It's a good lesson to learn not to care what other people think of you because what other people think of you is none of your business. It's not any of your business and it should not define who you are. Your worth is not based on anyone else's opinion. And it took me a long time to learn that one. 
But it's such a freeing thing when you finally do, when you're like, oh, so it doesn't matter what that person thinks of me. It didn't diminish my worth. Like I'm still a great person. It's just that person doesn't have to like me. Simple, but a big lesson. And a lot of people have to learn that lesson. So I use all the tools that I had in my arsenal as I was going through the spiritual awakening. So my message to you today is to make sure that you're using what's out there for you, that you're being gentle with yourself, that you're taking care of yourself. My goodness, taking care of yourself is something that many of us don't do. You know, there are times when I... I'm so busy and then I just realize it hits me like a ton of bricks. I'll all of a sudden feel so exhausted. And then I realize, oh my gosh, I was neglecting myself this week. I didn't work out or I didn't get a good night's sleep or I didn't eat right or I didn't do this. I didn't, you know, I need to go get a massage again. I need to go get outside in nature. There are just a lot of things that we can do to take care of ourselves and to be gentle with ourselves through this whole process. But if we are moving too quickly through life, we're not going to remember to do it. It's like anything else. You have to make it a habit. But if it's not a habit for you and you don't take the time, you're going to neglect yourself. And the universe is telling you that you deserve to be loved by others, but especially by you. So don't forget to take care of yourself, whether that's telling people, no, I can't come to this thing, or no, I can't do that for you. Not because you're trying to be mean, but because you understand your own worth and you understand that you deserve to not be exhausted because you're running all over everywhere for everyone else. That was a lesson for me. Not being the one to give all of the time. That your relationships are equal, 50-50, give and take. That's the important thing. And also making sure that in taking care of yourself, it means that you're making you a priority. So you're taking time to do the things that you like to do, like exercising or doing something fun, like maybe going and dancing Dancing is so much fun. And I remember like just going with my sister all of the time and our friends and we would just try to find clubs and we would just go and dance and we had the best time. And it's a really good exercise too because I'm telling you what, we were sweating. We had so much fun. So doing that, we're starting a new hobby. You know, making sure that you're taking care of yourself, grounding yourself, clearing your energy, doing all of those things. Make sure that you're taking time for you because you matter and you're important too. You know, every year for school, I always save my sick days. And except for the last two years, because I ended up going to see my dad, I usually would only take like two or three sick days, maybe four. And then I got into the habit of, I need to take a day That's just a mental health day where I just go take care of myself and I pamper myself. And so every year I started doing that. Like instead of taking three sick days, I take four because I would take one strategically placed day where I could just go. I would get a massage. I would sleep in. I would exercise. 
I would go get lunch by myself or, you know, see if someone wanted to join me for lunch and take a long lunch because as a teacher, I'm chugging down everything like food is going down in 20 minutes. So to take a long leisurely lunch is amazing. To go to the bathroom whenever I feel like it is amazing. It's just those little things and taking care of myself. So be gentle and kind with yourself and do what you need to do to really take care of yourself. If you need to take a day to just do whatever makes you happy and makes your heart sing, do it. If you need to tell people no and set healthy boundaries because you don't want to do things, do it. Make sure you're meditating. Make sure you're clearing your energy. You can take a salt bath. You can hold a crystal. You can go out in nature. Use essential oils, whatever. Do tappings. Whatever you need to do, make sure that you are taking care of yourself because you are so important. You're a big deal. And you need to treat yourself like the VIP that you are. You deserve love from yourself. And once you start loving yourself, other people see that and they learn how to treat you as well. So just think about that. All right, guys. Well, I wanted to pull a card for you. And the card I pulled today is um, from the Chakra Healing Deck by the Sage Goddess. It's release and empower. Release any stagnant energy and re-energize your spirit to feel more creative, alert, sexually empowered, and full of zest for life. When you do, all the magic and power that exists inside of you will push you forward. It will push you ahead in the direction your soul and spirit need to go. Ask your spirit guides for help overcoming obstacles, especially those that may not be conscious that you may not be consciously aware of at this time. Let nothing hold you back. Yeah, I love that. I do sometimes just ask my guides to clear me of any fears or limitations that I'm not even aware of because I just have this feeling that there's a lot of things in my subconscious that I'm not even aware of. And if you're the same way, you probably have things that are holding you back that you're not aware of either. And that's part of the whole process is learning what is it that's holding me back. So if you want to work on yourself more, um, past life regression is a great way to look at your past lives and see like, is there, a, is there a trend here? Is there a pattern of behavior that I keep repeating over and over again that I can stop doing and end this cycle? And is there something I can learn from this? So if you are interested, I do past life regression. So you can check that out on my website, melissaopen.com. Also, for the entire month of February and January, my... Um, coaching sessions are on sale for 30% off. A lot of people have taken advantage of that and I've loved working with people. So we can work on any area of your life you would like to work on. I use my intuition and other um, resources to help you in any area. And also if you are interested in um, joining my Love Your Life course, it's an amazing course. It's normally $88, but for the entire month of February and the rest of January, it is only $33. So if you go to my website, melissaopen.com, go to the 
services I offer and go to the Love Your Life page, click on the PayPal link. Once you paid for it, I will send you through email an invite to join the class. And it is all online, 23 daily lessons, plus other resources to help you live your absolute best life, a life that you love. So consider joining. You can check out all of the services that I offer at melissaopen.com. And when you're ready to book, you can pay online and then just email me and we will set up your appointment. Or you can contact me through Facebook or Instagram, or you can text me. All of my contact information is in the description of this podcast. Don't forget to follow me on social media. I go live on Facebook Mondays at 530 Central where I do a free card reading and I post readings on Instagram as well to IGTV. If you subscribe to my website, melissaoatman.com, you'll also receive a free morning and evening meditation from me just as my gift to you. I want to thank you so much for listening. As always, please share this podcast if you know someone you think would benefit from it please subscribe or leave me feedback and reviews that helps others to find me. And I really appreciate it. And thank you to those of you who have already done so. I hope that you guys have a magical day that is filled with so many blessings and that just know if you're going through spiritual awakening, it does get easier. It does get better. Just take everything one day at a time. And until next time, I will talk to you later. Love you guys. Bye.